Hello, welcome to another mini-sode of Self-Worst. You know who I am already. I don't need to introduce myself. A man needs no introduction. I don't know if this is going to go on the Patreon feed exclusively, uh, or if I'm going to... Maybe I'll later. I'll release it later to to the masses. Because we're uh, going to talk about some important topics tonight that I think maybe everybody should hear, whether or not they're a patron or not. You know, I, I am not a capitalist. And so charging people for something that I am putting out, uh, even though I would like this to be my livelihood, I also see how people might benefit from this in some way. And uh, that's the whole goal of the show. I'm clearly not trying to be entertaining. I'm hopefully creating something that is, uh, you know, more of a a source of solace and comfort for people, perhaps something like that. I don't know. So to put it behind a paywall seems kind of, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about doing that. We'll see. Maybe I'll put it up on Patreon first and then release it later. Who I don't know. I have not made up my mind about that. It's a process. So I had kind of a weird week. I'd like to talk about that. Uh, we're not doing a uh, a depression bangers series. That that series has been not halted, but you know we're we're gonna take a couple weeks off from that. I will come out with more of them, but not not right now. Not right now. Changing topics on your bonus feed. So this week, it was Wednesday. Um, I was finishing up uh, the episode, the most recent episode with Brian Emond. Uh, I was recording the intro and outro, and I was setting up to record with uh, hopefully still future guest Will Winner. Um, on the off chance that you know he's listening to this, uh, I, hey, come on the pod, King. Would love to have you on. I hope we can still record together. Um, you know, that, sorry about the technical issues. It's very, it's unprofessional. It's, uh, embarrassing that I had to cancel, but we'll get into that later. So it was about this time of night. I'm recording this. It's now 6.55 PM on a Friday. It's Friday and, uh, girlfriend the old ball and chain you know she's uh she's out she's doing something she's have dinner date with some colleague some co-worker some some uh professional lady lady in her field or whatever so they're having dinner or whatever so it's just me me and Dottie and we got a bonus dog we had a, a bonus guest so it's me one boy two dogs getting buck wild here on a Friday night might order some seamless might crack open a high life don't know we'll see where the night takes us right now I wanted to record this um, just because I have the place to myself and I can kind of go off 
you know? I can go off king like the king I am. The king of... Uh, sad, neurodivergent, 30-somethings, or maybe kind of balding. I don't know. Holding on to that hairline. Doing my best. Should I start taking the hymns stuff? Should I? I got it's got side effects. I guess it causes depression, but like <laughs> okay. Like fuck you gonna you know sidebar. When I was a teenager, <clears throat> I was put on Accutane because I was a zitty boy, a greasy zitty boy. And uh I mean I I didn't wanna have the acne. But it was sort of sold to it. It was sort of pushed on us by our doctor. It wasn't that severe. But like definitely our doctor was just like, yeah, go on this. We'll sell you this pill. And we're, we're not getting a kickback or anything from uh, the pharmaceutical industry. We're just going to, um, you know, we're just out of the kindness of our heart. We're, we're suggesting that you take this drug uh, to lower your acne as a teenager. Uh, it's fine. Go for it. And uh, all over the packaging, it had like, you know, it was like bubble sealed and had all these warnings on it. Like, keep away from pregnant women. Don't, don't, do not put this in your body if you're a pregnant lady. Don't even look at a pregnant lady. Keep it, keep it the fuck away. Um, so I took it. You only take it for like a, a short period of time, six months or whatever. And, uh, I guess it worked. It did kind of clear my skin up. That worked. That was cool. Then I found out a long time later that it apparently causes suicidal depression. Or can lead to that. That's a side effect. And I have entertained the thought that like maybe all of my depression is... It can't be, right? Maybe all my depression is from that? There's no way. There's no fucking way. I think it only affects, I think it only, like, people are who are currently taking it. I think it's, do people still take that? Or didn't it get, like, banned? I don't know. Was it FenFen? Was it, like, FenFen? It just got completely pulled? I don't remember. And I'm not going to look it up. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to look it up. This is a bonus episode. Y'all are just going to sit with me for a minute while I look up, uh, is Accutane still legal? Accutane legal. Accutane drug no longer sold, according to WebMD. Is Accutane an illegal drug? You should never take Accutane. Okay. Or any generic version of Accutane. If you're oh, if you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant. Okay. Uh can I still sue Accutane while there is Currently, no national Accutane class action lawsuit injured people uh, finding success through jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. Wow. Recent jury awards in cases based on IBD caused by Accutane include 2.6 million to an Alabama plaintiff. What's IBD? We're going down a fucking rabbit hole. What's IBD? What's IBD? 
oh, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Irritable bowel disease. Okay, so that was a whole other thing that I was worried that I was going to get, like, I found out later. So this was one fucked up drug. Uh, it, it not only caused people, like, teenagers to just, like, flip out and fucking kill themselves. It also caused, like, uh, irritable bowel disease and Crohn's disease in some cases. Like, people having to have, like, parts of their intestine removed and shit. The dogs have something to say about that. Guys. 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 I'm recording a podcast. Guys. Dottie. Okay. So anyway, there's this Accutane shit. I took it as a teenager. I didn't really know what I was fucking doing, but my parents were like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. You don't want to have zits, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't want any of this. And so I took it. Where was I? Where Where did this fucking tangent even start? Oh, yeah, the, the, the baldness, drugs, whatever. This is all very unrelated. To, uh, okay, so apparently there's some bullshit you can take. There's like Rogaine, it's a topical treatment, and then there's some uh, there's some pill, I guess it's Propecia, which apparently also causes like crazy depression, and is also like you can't fucking go near it or even like look at it if you're a pregnant lady. Seems sus. Seems like maybe I should just let it go. Will Winner, esteemed guest of the show, hopefully upcoming guest he's a bald man i was hoping to talk about that with him because i have my own anxieties about that and he's he's a bald guy and he's he's a fucking he's also he's a hunk he's a he's a good looking guy who fucking gets shit done and people like him and he gets laid so maybe i should just let it go but you know it's, uh, look, it sucks. You lose your hair. What do you, what do you fucking do with that? I was talking to Caitlin about it and she was just like, oh, you know, like, just go bald. Like, what's the big deal? And I was just like, are you, fu if you had my hairline, how would you feel right now? How would you be dealing with it? And she was like, oh yeah, not well. And I was like, okay, thank you for both verifying that I have a fucked up hairline and validating that I am uh, okay to freak out about this. Anyway, thus closes off the Accutane tangent. No more of that. I don't know. Fuck all that. I didn't even want to talk about that. So anyway, I was setting up for this episode um, that I was going to record with Will. And uh, I spilled a beverage on my brand new laptop. Now, as a little bit of context, I finally just got a new machine 
and I'm very, uh, I don't know, excited is not the right word. I'm just relieved that I don't have to deal with my old shitty MacBook that was literally from 2011. I'm not fucking with you. That that thing was 10 years old. It, it, that thing has been in, that th- that thing has been a computer as long as I've lived in New York. That's a long time. It's seen three presidential terms. And it's just not meant to do that. And it was just a complete nightmare. I was having like fucking meltdowns all the time. Trying to deal with like this slow, just dying computer that I had driven into the ground. And like the thing could barely run Chrome. So I finally had this new computer and then I spilled a drink on it right before my interview. And I, uh, you know, I'm of course like first triage, I grab, I think I had like a shirt nearby and I just start mopped it up and was trying to not freak out. I was trying to hold it together and was like, okay, uh, it didn't immediately burst into flame. It didn't shut down. It's okay. Uh, you know, but I, I like blew into the keyboard and then like little droplets were coming out and I was like, okay, so there's like, it's in there. There's moisture in there. And Caitlin was telling, you know, it's like she had Googled because she heard me freaking out. Oh, fuck. And she Googled, like, what do you do when you get whatever, like, liquid on your on your laptop? And she's like, okay, you got to turn it off. Take out the battery if you can. I was like, I can't take out the battery. And then um, when's, when's this fucking article from if you can take out the battery? Anyway, um, so I was freaking out, freaking out, escalating. Getting worse. Uh, you know, I shut the thing down. I've turned it upside down and and like put it over a fan. But the entire time, I was just my, I was just having this like rage meltdown. And um, I lost control, and I fucking I punched a hole in the closet door I did and it's embarrassing like honestly my go-to uh feeling having said that my immediate my knee jerk after having admitted that to all of you even though I haven't even put this out yet like I immediately felt embarrassed that anybody would know that I did that Cause it's embarrassing. It's it's fucking like I'm a 36 year old man. What the fuck am I doing? Go back and listen to so Minisode Five. It was a very similar situation with a thing that wasn't a technology thing that wasn't working. I got enraged and you know just ruined everything. Ruined a whole fucking night by just being an angry, just being a little bitch about it. It's a habit that I have. It's a thing that is ongoing. That's what we're talking about here right now. So. I mean, it was just not. I know that it's not a cool thing for me to do. And I can give myself a little bit of a, uh, you know. My therapist would like me to be patient with myself knowing that this is a 
uh, mental illness symptom, the extreme mood swings and rage and things like that. Okay, fine. But the thing is with this one that nobody has any sympathy for this. If I stay in bed, if I like can't get out of bed or like, uh, if I say have a panic attack or if anybody like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm broadening this to a more general mental illness symptoms thing. If you binge and purge, if you starve yourself, if you, I don't know, are suicidal, even if you like have a problem, you drink too much. That's, those are problems with mental illness that I feel like people have some sympathy for, so long as you get your shit together. But with this, like, this is just not an acceptable, a socially acceptable in any way, um, symptom. It's so, and I don't, honestly, like, I don't really have any fucking sympathy for it either. I don't like this about myself. I have really had to think all day about whether or not I even want to talk about this publicly because I could just brush it under the rug. I could only tell select people. I'm doing this. I'm, I hope that it's clear that I'm not doing this for attention or clout or whatever the fuck. And like, if you're concerned with me or, or for me and you know, uh, uh, you're worried about me, I appreciate that. But don't worry. I'll say it again. Do not worry. I'm okay. But this is a thing that I'm dealing with. But what was I saying? I don't know. Like, this is a, a, a thing that I have to learn to manage. All this to say, there's just not a lot of, the world doesn't really want to hold space for, you know, a, 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 a fucking white 30 something dude who punches holes in walls. Like that's a, that's a trope. That's already a, like, that's a Twitter joke. It's kind of hack at this point. And I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the, what's the, Kyle? Is that the, is that's, that's the joke, right? He drinks monster energy and he punches holes in walls and he's, he's not ready for a relationship. Those are like fucking internet memes, internet jokes about the dude. I get it. I am not, I am not proud of this. I am I'm very uh embarrassed that this is me and this is a part of me. 
And like, it's especially fucked up because I've been feeling pretty good, feeling better in a lot of ways lately. Um, you know, it's springtime. The weather's nice. We're all vaccinated or, well, I'm vaccinated and a lot of people I know are vaccinated. All is hyperbole. You know, let's not get, let's not get lawyerish with the wording, huh? But I don't know. Trump's out of office. The pandemic is hopefully waning. Who knows if we'll, you know, I mean, ever ever reach herd immunity or any of that shit. But, you know, here nor there. Less stress in general. I was walking around Prospect Park this week. Like this week. The same week that this fucking happened. And I was looking up at a tree and like it, it was that, you know, it was a beautiful, just blue sky day. And there were little uh, seeds, little uh, little fucking treat, little buds falling off of the tree, you know. And it was just like perfect, beautiful, serene moment. And I was like, this is nice. Life is good. I feel good. Always waiting for that other shoe to drop, and I guess it fucking did. Because now I gotta replace a closet door. Um, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. <clears throat> and you know, like I, I nobody. Nobody likes this. Kaylin didn't like that. Dottie certainly didn't like that. Making noise. And, you know, I just, I fucking immediately was filled with just regret, shame. Just started bawling, crying. Um... And this is what happens every time. I, I, a thing happens. This is the pattern. Thing happens. Fucked up, like uh, you know, thing. Something gets fucked up. I feel like I'm kind of in a corner, uh, time-wise. Like, like there's some pressing issue where I don't have an opportunity to just like walk away from it, take some deep breaths, think about it, talk about it. I very quickly, within the space of a couple of minutes, just hulk out, turn into a different person. It just, it ratchets up and up and up and up and up until I'm just out of control. And then there's some outburst. And then I immediately realize what I've done. That I've freaked out that I've, I've, uh smashed a thing it's always an inanimate object i want to again clarify i'm not a violent person towards people or animals only two inanimate objects and myself but then there's this crescendo or, or like a, a a a peak that it hits and then it's done and then i feel just immediately like a deflated balloon um and uh i don't you know i mean i mean it's it's the same every time it's pretty much the same 
uh, I don't know, the same music over different scenery. I don't know. So I so what to do about all of this? I mean, I don't know. Oh, by the way, I um. Then what that led to was me being in a state that it was like I was just so upset, and then you know the time was counting down, ticking down to when I needed to interview Will, and so I decided to just like you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna splash some water in my face, and I'm just gonna like do it and I was just trying to I was trying to just like do the thing you know just uh, compartmentalize and have it just you know okay well that was bad I'm going to just move on with my day I'm going to you know that's the uh you know the zen practice right presence that's not happening right now you are currently doing something else so just let it go right try it and um, unfortunately, or maybe thankfully, maybe this was kismet, um, the sound failed. Like a Will signed on to the podcast and uh, the sound crapped out. Like the, the little cable that connects my Zoom, my Zoom recorder, the H4N, to the Zoom call. It's really annoying, by the way, that both of those things are named Zoom. It's very confusing as a podcaster. I don't know if anybody else has this same experience with Zoom and Zoom. And just like, it's on the Zoom. Is it recorded on the Zoom? Anyway, so it didn't work. And so I just said, you know what? This is a sign from the universe that I should not be doing this right now. And I said, hey, man, let's do this next week. And he was very nice about it. And hopefully, at some point, we'll come back on the show. I would love that. I hope that I didn't fucking blow it. But if I did, you know what the fuck that is? That's a consequence. I was about to have a really great interview, I think. I was looking forward to it. I'd been looking forward to it all day, all week. I was just like, hell yeah. Will's going to be on my show. I think we're going to vibe. This is going to be good. I got all kinds of questions. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Baldness, masculinity, I think would come up. Comedy stuff. You know, just uh, just just being a being a good ass modern dude. We want I wanted to talk about all of that stuff. But it was taken from me. Bye. Me. I did it. I fucked that up. And so, I don't know. I've been in a weird headspace for the rest of the week. Thinking about all of that and uh, what could possibly be, I don't know, the fuck wrong with me? That's a good general question. So I know already that I have depression. I know already that I have ADHD. Those are both very well diagnosed. Dottie, can you not? Hey. Okay. Give me a second. Sorry, folks. The dogs. 
They don't respect the craft of podcasting. So anyway, depression, yes. ADHD, yes. And I've talked a little bit about how uh, ADHD has a lot of different manifestations and it kind of Venn diagrams over other mental illnesses, other, other conditions, uh, OCD, the autism spectrum, uh, and BPD, borderline personality disorder. Um, and so, you know, we've talked about, I talked with Anya Volz how we can kind of form alliances, especially I think there's a strong alliance between uh, autism spectrum people and ADHD people. I feel like there's, that's a strong connection. Uh, but BPD, borderline, which by the way, I want to just address for a second how, the, and everybody knows this, BPD, borderline personality disorder, is a really fucked up name. It's an outdated name that for, for the condition for the disorder that uh, should be just changed and hopefully it will be in, you know, whenever DSM-6 comes out. Uh, it basically, what it implies, it's on the borderline of psychopathy, which is really kind of not, not cool, not cool, not nice. Because I don't think that borderline people are psycho. I don't think that I'm psycho. It's just a little... It's a little dated. Some people, I, I, th I think there's a push to update it to emotional dysregulation disorder. Um, which, I mean, emotional dysregulation is also a symptom of ADHD. So you see what's happening here. There's, there's a Venn diagram. There is my ADHD gloms onto other traits of other mental illness spectrums and picks certain things up. Like the shittiest game of Katamari ever. So let's talk about BPD for a minute. I'm just going to pull up the criteria for BPD. Um, this is on the BetterHelp website. They, they, they seem above board. I, I So I've cross-referenced this with other, you know, with like actual like DSM sites. I just, this is all in one concise little thing. But I've looked on a bunch of different sites looking up the DSM and this seems to actually be legit this isn't just like Bob's psychiatry dot xxx or some shit okay so uh BPD signs and symptoms there's a picture of a there's a clip or a clip art not a clip art a uh, stock image of an attractive Asian lady uh she's she's sort of contemplatively uh, uh, meditatively looking at some post-it notes on a wall for some reason. I'm not sure what that has to do with this. It's just she's wearing a jean jacket. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so BPD associated uh, with increased likelihood of Feeling slighted or insulted, impulsive behavior, increased risk-taking and hostility. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot to read about um, this, but there are nine points 
of main criteria. So here's the deal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, they're all here. I was talking with my shrink about this. And what you need is apparently five. You need five ingredients. Like Jamie Oliver. You need five or more of the following nine to, I guess, qualify to be diagnosed officially with BPD. So let's check them out. Distressed efforts to keep away from true or imagined abandonment. Not so much. Not really. If, if, if I've never really been, I've never really felt abandoned, to be perfectly honest. If you want to go, go. I'm good. Uh, a form of unstable or extreme interpersonal interpersonal relations described as alternating between extremes of devaluation and idealization. Eh, not so much. See, th these are the kind of the main hallmarks, these first two, of BPD, which is why for a long time I was like, oh, I don't have that. Like, as I read about it and was like, not, those are like the like really like clingy, like, where are you going? Don't abandon me. Like, uh, freak out. Like, get like super close to you and like really like too much, you know, too much uh, intensity, too much clingy energy. I don't really have that. So I was like, yeah, it's not me. Um, if you are a fan of The Sopranos, Gloria Trillo. She is, I think, sort of the, the textbook BPD person on the show. And how, you know, and that show, like most of the more complex characters that aren't just like mafia stock characters like Polly Walnuts, they all represent a certain mental illness. So, uh, Gloria Trillo, one of the Gumars, uh, probably the hottest one. Oh my God, what a babe. She's probably one of the hottest people on the show other than like maybe, I mean, Dr. Melfi, come on. But anyway, she's a, she was a BPD person. And uh, spoilers, uh, well, it doesn't end well. So it doesn't really bode well for me, does it? Uh, if I uh, answer yes to five of these. Um, identity disturbance. Significantly and relentlessly unstable self-image. Yes. Big yes. I don't know who the fuck I am. Look through pictures of me. Like I can't like settle on a hairstyle. I can't settle on a look. I can't settle on uh, how forward or um, or subtle I express my masculinity. I'm at war with all of that at all times. Goes all over the place. One minute I'm wearing eyeliner and nail polish. The next I'm fucking doing jujitsu and lifting kettlebells. I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. Who the fuck am I? Who knows? Probably not good. Maybe you don't want to find out. Okay, next. So that's one. Impulsive behavioral patterns in at least two aspects that are possibly self-damaging, e.g. substance abuse, sex, spending, binge eating, reckless driving. Yes. So, okay, so that's two. Great. 
recurring suicidal patterns, threats, gestures, or self-harming behavior. Yes. Not so much suicide-y, but definitely self-harmy. Yeah. I've talked about it before. Go back and listen. So that's three for those keeping score at home. Uh-oh. Effective. Effective. That's an A. Affective. Affective. Instability because of a significant reactivity of mood, e.g. irritability or anxiety or intense episodic dysphoria that typically lasts a few hours, rarely more than days. Yes. I got reactivity of mood. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm thinking I have that. Chronic empty feelings. Yes. So that's four? Yep. Or is that five? Do I already have the five? Fuck. Okay, let me go back through it. Sorry, I lost track. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah so I already hit five. Chronic empty feelings, that was the fifth one, that's it. Okay, so the other two. Misplaced and intense anger or trouble controlling anger. I don't know. I'm going to let you answer that one. Yes. Okay, so we got six. Short-lived, stress-related, paranoid thoughts or extreme dissociative symptoms. and eh, not so much. Okay, so, but anyway, that's six out of nine. Six, nine, nice. Okay, so... It would seem that I probably have this. I can't really diagnose myself legally or whatever. Or officially. But in de- and it doesn't really matter. What matters is... I got... I had... My ADHD, as it stands, has a high degree of emotional dysregulation. So there you go. What can be done? What are you going to do? As Tony Soprano would say. Well, the good news here, I want to end on a high note, is that I am starting DBT. That is Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. Um, It was developed by this woman, Marsha Linehan. I'm reading her book right now called Building a Life Worth Living. If any of this resonates with you, if you are kind of thinking like, oh, fuck, I do that, or I know somebody who's doing that, uh, maybe check out DBT. It's specifically designed for... So there's... uh, How can I condense this there's a lot of different forms of therapy psychodynamic therapy where they go into kind of your past and your brain and your subconscious and your you know uh, history and then there's more like behavioral therapy uh, that is uh, like CBT cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy that is about like finding the sort of fallacies and uh, uh 
just just sort of distortions that your brain can set up and just sort of trying to see around them. And then there is dialectical behavioral therapy, uh, which is specifically designed for people with extreme intense moods that take over and make them do regrettable things and control their actions and lose control and uh, uh, do stupid shit, break things, punch holes, you know, shit like that. Or even worse. Like, here's the thing. For those of you who are still a little concerned right now, I am kind of not that even in that intense with it. I've never done like cutting. I know that that's a thing. I've never attempted suicide. I've never planned suicide. I'm probably good in that department. I'm too lazy. Plus, everybody be so sad. Can't kill yourself. Gotta keep living till you're old or get hit by a van or whatever. Fucking, I didn't sign up for this. But anyway, I guess I'm here. Cool. I'll just keep eating and going to work and shit. Fine. But anyway, the DBT is designed for people with those extreme sort of crisis moments, boiling point, flashpoint uh, things where it's, it's just zero to 100, boom, you're in a crisis, you are out of control, you are struggling to maintain any kind of composure and not self-harm, not act out, okay? So... I'm reading the book right now, uh, Building a Life Worth Living, which is by the woman who developed it. There's a workbook, too. Waiting for that. Come in. You know, it's, it's on its way. And uh, hopefully that will help me make some strategies, build some tools. Uh, you know, I've been delving into the world of martial arts, so I was talking with my therapist about this today, and they were saying, you know, like, I mean, we sort of agreed that you can think of it almost like a martial art, like you're, you are strategizing, you are maneuvering, you are under extreme duress and discomfort. You are in a moment of uh, crisis, perhaps. You're, you don't know when this might come up. That's, these are all things that martial arts are designed for, is to remain cool, to do what you need to do, to move gracefully and effectively in a moment of chaos. So there it is. There's the, I don't know, the connection. I'll become a martial art artist, become a, a, a black belt of my own brain. Is that the goal? I don't know. Hopefully, uh, if you're listening still, which if you did, man, thank you. Thank you for getting through this one with me. Um, hopefully this connected in some way with, uh, you know, your experience. Hopefully you have either checked out DBT and it is helping you or you are going to. Dude, if you listen to this and it prompted you to go and start DBT and get yourself some help, that's all I'm fucking doing this for. 
That's why I don't even want to put this on the Patreon. You know what I'm saying here? That's what I'm saying. So anyway, let's all move forward from our mistakes. Come on the podcast. I, I fixed the sound. Computer's fine, by the way. The laptop that I spilled the beverage on, it's fine. I didn't even have to take it anywhere. It's it's all good. It's still running. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's fine. Got a new sound cable. Uh, good to go. Ready to get back on my feet. You know? It's like Alfred said. Why do we fall, Master Wayne? So we can learn to get back up or whatever the fuck he says in that movie. I'm going to get that seamless now. I'm Brad Pearson. Until next time. Don't punch a hole in a door. <laughs>